Corners of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. We're glad you're with us, America. Christina Ellis, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today as we talk to you about your life and your money. The phone numbers are easy and the call is free. Some say the advice is worth exactly what you pay for it. The phone number is 888-825-5225. 888 Matthew is with us in Los Angeles. Hi, Matthew. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, how are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up in your world? Well, I have a couple of quick questions. Um, first of all, um, I have a annuity slash 401k plan, um, and there's about close to a million dollars in there. And I got this letter from the organization, and they have this program, and it's called a single life annuity and is, uh, I'll read it to you, it says, uh, that pays you a fixed amount of money each month for the rest of your life. And then it says, following your death, no payments will be made to your spouse or your heirs. So the estimated payment that they'll pay me under that condition is $4,300 a month. Now they also <laughs> offer... Well, that sucks. Right. Forty-eight thousand dollars on a million dollars, four point eight percent return on your million dollars, and then you lose all your money at death. Well, this is the thing. Um, I, I I don't know if I, uh, you misunderstood. They're going to pay me. Yes, they're going to pay me forty-three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, forty-eight thousand dollars a year. Okay, that's correct. Yeah. yeah, you do quick math. Okay. okay, but they also but they also offer that for a lesser amount, which will be thirty-six hundred dollars a month that um i can uh my spouse will be able to continue at that amount that's so sweet of her life that's so sweet right. so they're no. going to screw you again yeah no all right no so, no and no, no and my, no and no and no and no and no this is a million <laughs> okay. dollar mistake okay so well, have you got a fireplace have you got a fireplace by chance uh, i do yeah, okay I good do. you can use this letter for kindling Okay. Well, see, the thing is, is that, and that's kind of my question is you're always concerned on how long you're going to live. Now, I mean, um, is, uh, I mean, I'm concerned I, I that you're a million other... dollars poorer when you die <laughs> after only getting right. a 4.8% return on your money. Okay. That concerns me okay. when you could have been in good mutual well, funds, averaging a 10% rate of return. And when you die, the million dollars is still there. Right, right, right. Okay. So this is all like right. a, well, it's like you're, you're accepting half the money you should be getting per month and you lose all of your money at retirement and they wink and nod and act like they're doing you a favor. This is laughable. Well, I, I think the reason that they bring this forward is because a lot of folks don't like to have to deal with, you know, the what reason they bring it forward is anybody that's dumb enough to do it, they're screwing them out of a million dollars. That's the reason they bring it forward. Well, it is not. Well, they, they, they present it as, as being convenient for you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, you have a guarantee. You're guaranteed to be screwed. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, seriously, All right. well, if you can let, listen, no, I mean, no, if you, no. the stock market has averaged 11.8% since it began. Right. If it does half of what it has right. averaged for the next 20 years, mm-hmm. you, you are still going to have more money per month and then leave your heirs a million dollars more than right. these goobers are offering you. You understand the difference? Right. right. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's a million dollar swing at death. Yeah. Well, although the, the, you do know the, the million dollars is still, you know, it's not taxed yet. I mean, you know, I haven't pulled it out. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it, I, 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 I do know that. I, and I do know that okay. your income is going to be taxed as you pull it off per the right, income. Exactly. But I wasn't even going to touch the million. I was going to live off of the return it created, and it just sits there. Right. And right. guess what? Okay. It's not taxed. At, uh, yeah, you're. So there you go. Yeah, that no, 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 no. When a life insurance company says we are here to help you, in general, it's like the government saying we are here to help you. In both cases, you should scream, set your hair on fire, and run out of the room. Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, they do play into that convenience factor. I think a lot of people feel overwhelmed and they're like, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about, you know, you could live 30 more years and we'll make sure you're taken care of. But it's not really the reality of the situation. They're not there to to be super generous to you. Another way of looking at Matthew is, is you wouldn't have a million dollars if you had been using their products to grow your wealth. You wouldn't even have this problem. The fact that you were self-sufficient well, and it's like if you want to have that convenience factor, if you are feeling a little bit overwhelmed with your finances and you have savings, then talk to a SmartVestor Pro. I mean, that's someone who can take that overwhelm and guide you into to things that are really going to grow your money and help you in the long run. Being broke is always inconvenient. Having half the money you should have is inconvenient. That's inconvenience. So, uh, no, don't don't look for a babysitter. Um, don't look for a magic wand. Manage your money. Make your money behave. Live off of the income. I mean, a million dollars creating a 10% rate of return is $100,000 a year, not $50,000 a year. Yeah. Well, and just the fees on these products are ridiculous. I was just talking with my in-laws about this over Thanksgiving, and they were talking about annuities and showing me some of the paperwork, and it's like, whew. That is ridiculous. Even if there is a death benefit, it is not great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, um, so the best thing to do is to run from these people as fast as you possibly can. Do your investing in good investments, and good investments are never found at life insurance companies. Do not go to the transmission store to fix your muffler. They work on transmissions. Life insurance people should be in the life insurance business. They got in the investment business because they figured out it was a way to screw people. And that's what this is. Anytime you pay someone half of what they should be getting per month, and then you keep their money when they die, that by definition is screwing them. And so if you don't like it and you're in that business, you should get in another business, and that way I won't say you're screwing people. Dave Dave Ramsey Ramsey said you're a crook, okay? That's what Dave Ramsey just said. I stand up for the consumer. I don't give a flip what you think if you work for a life insurance company. You can just pound sand, right? And so that was nice. I cleaned that up considerable. But the um, no, seriously, um, I, I, you know, there's there's entire websites devoted from the life insurance world that hate on Dave Ramsey, and I am blessed by that fact. <laughs> Because that means that I'm standing up for the consumer instead of you out there, you listeners. Uh, And because I am not taking a poll with those morons. Oh, my gosh.
No, really, seriously. Go handle your own money. You'll have more money during life. You'll have more money during death. Ride the roller coaster yourself. They're riding it and keeping the change while you sit there and take the uh, the lint out of your pocket. And that's all you get. This is the Ramsey Show. didn't know today is giving tuesday i guess that follows black friday and cyber monday who knew it's a day completely dedicated to giving with outrageous generosity i thought that was christmas and if you've taken financial peace university you know that giving is the most fun you can have with money we teach that all the time and what i'm telling you is there's nothing more fun than giving someone else a taste of the peace that you've discovered and you could do that with the money because it'll change their life and it'll change their family's lives. So for today only, we are offering an incredible deal on Financial Peace University. Buy two Financial Peace University memberships for only $99.99. That's $60 off the regular price. So uh, if you want one and you give one, you got the deal of deals on this serious, serious bargain. Uh, one of the best prices we have ever offered. And uh, we're also extending our Black Friday offer to get our lowest price ever on a single, if you want to do that. But both of these deals end today at the end of Giving Tuesday. So give them as Christmas gifts. Bless somebody in your church or your office. Get the course in the hands of people who need it. Uh, it's what financial peace is all about, living and giving like no one else. So to buy FPU as a gift, go to RamseySolutions.com slash give FPU, RamseySolutions.com slash G-I-V-E-F-P-U. Christina Ellis, Ramsey Personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Dennis is with us in New York City. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Hi, Dave and Christina. Uh, how you guys doing? Better than we deserve. What's up? Um, I was just wondering, uh, I haven't heard you talk about it, I don't think. Um, my pension allows me to retire at 55 and so I, i've read up on i believe it's called the law of 55 mm -hmm. that you can you can pull from a 401k mm -hmm. if you retire right mm -hmm. yeah there's a calculation there's a calculation that you can it's a very small amount once you run the formula without being penalized uh, and it's it's really pretty minuscule so if you don't have like a massive 401k it's not going to amount to anything uh, oh, okay, I didn't know there was a uh, restriction on the amount. Okay. Oh, definitely is, yeah. Now, the exception is there are a few special 401ks with special industries, special companies that are structured in such a way that at 55 it's available. But 99% of them, uh, including mine, are available only after 59 and a half. Dennis, how much do you have in your 401k? Uh, right now, 340 I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've got another 17 years to retire, but... Yeah, so what are you going to do? Just go do something else? Well, I, I, well I'll, I'll have a pension from my company. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're 55 years old. What are you going to do, sit on your butt time. for 40 years? Yeah, of course, yeah, find something to fill the time. Yeah, like go, go make more than you used to make doing something you love? 
Probably, yeah. Okay. What do you make now? Uh, 150 this year so far. What do you do? I uh, work for the utility company. Okay. Like and electric and gas and stuff. Yeah. But listen, I, I so what I'm challenging is this premise that life is better when you don't have work. Mm-hmm. I kind of think life is better when you do have work. You know the number Definitely. of people that die like two years after they retire because they sit around and have nothing to do, and they just die? It's crazy. I mean, it's um, so there's a purpose. Now, if you hate what you're doing and you want to move to a different chapter, fine. But I've had friends, for instance, I had a friend of mine that sold his business out when he was 32, went bass fishing for three years, got fat, and um, caught a bunch of fish and got fat and got bored and went back into business at 36 and he was worth 10 million dollars but he was just bored out of his gourd he said the bass fishing i thought that was going to be the end i thought the rest of my life i get to do whatever i'm gonna play golf and bass fish that's all i'm gonna do and he said it was absolutely the most empty life i've ever had he says i wanted to do something and move something around and contribute and i think you'll find that you find more happiness doing that that's my challenge now i'm not saying you don't necessarily leave this job or this career but i would what we call it in our world is an encore career after the play is over, you take a bow, and you come out, and you do. Or after the concert's over, you come out and you do an encore. You play another song, right? And sometimes the song after the bow, after the standing ovation, is the best one you ever sing. And, and so it's not unusual at all for someone 55 to make the most money they've ever made in their life doing something they love when they left the job that got them that far, and take a bow. Yeah, Dennis, I would challenge you to create a vision for what this next season of life is going to look like. And if you want to take six months or a year, you know, to bass fish, hopefully you don't get a little chunky like Dave's friend, but, you know, take some time to do something (laughs) fun. Um, That's great. But then think through what do you want to do after that? I mean, what does that look like, that encore career? Or maybe it's nonprofit service. Maybe there's something else you're passionate about. But create that vision before you leave your job so that you're really motivated moving forward. And let's get him a copy of Paycheck to Purpose. Absolutely. So that he can, you know, kind of work through what does that next career look like that's going to light you on fire. Let's do it. I'm in. Just do something. I mean, you don't have to be stressed out. And I'm saying, I'm just saying you just life is more fun when you're contributing rather than just uh, coasting. And you're going to find that pretty quick. Bernard is in California. Hey, Bernard, how are you? How you doing, Dave? Better than I deserve. How can we help? Yes, um, I was, I'm in a dilemma, uh, sort of saying. Uh, It's been reached that uh, it looks like we're, my wife and I, we're going to enter into the world of divorce. Mm. And I, I, I bought a house just recently, haven't even been a year yet. And uh, we had disagreement on how uh, we should raise our 19 year old daughter and uh, the 19 year old daughter won. And we've been at odds ever since the 26th of, of September. And so I have a brand new house, and if I initiate the divorce process, I, as the guy, have to leave the house. Who said? And then, uh, well, the attorneys who I've, you know, basically trying to see where my footing was, and he said that I have to leave the house. There's not a judge in the world that's going to put an 11-year-old child in the street, and uh, I cannot leave the house and go and pay rent someplace and still pay the mortgage. 
So I was going to have a meeting today with my family and tell them, look, I can't afford to file and can't afford to leave the house. So uh, I'm going to have to stay here and cash this out. Now, I'm the, I'm the sole breadwinner here in the house. Okay, so how the, does she expect to live after she divorces you or causes you to file divorce? Well, she's listening to some armchair lawyers, and uh, she is saying that she's not leaving anywhere unless she has a divorce. That that wasn't what I asked. Okay, if she doesn't have a job and you can't pay rent and a house payment, how does she think that she's going to be able to live without your income? Because you're going to pay child support and maybe some alimony but it's not going to be enough to support that house and that household. Yes, you feel that I have to some kind of way go get another job. No, that's not what the law says, not even in weird California. I I understand, but the part that I have a hard time with is if if I file, I'm the one that's going to have to leave the house. So don't file. The attorney. Yeah, so don't file. That's what I was breaking the news to them today about when everybody get out of school. Who's them? Well, my my eleven year old. You don't need to negotiate with an eleven year old. I appreciate that, but she's very boisterous. I couldn't give a crap less. She's eleven. I got you, babe. She's the biggest saver in the house. I guess. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, I, I, and therein we have your problem, sir. I think you need to become the biggest in the house again the inmates are running the asylum there's your issue but no dude i mean money doesn't just suddenly start appearing in her pocket or your pocket because we can't get along and your income doubles and she can magically live the life she's been living this house will be sold and she will be getting a job and the 11 year old will be in freaking daycare this is what's going to happen so everybody needs to get their heads around what this is going to cause when we're all here and then Maybe we can decide who's really making decisions there. I saw some recent financial statistics, and there was some pretty troubling news. When families were asked how long it would be before they faced financial hardship if a spouse died, nearly one-third said they'd be in trouble immediately. Another 44% said they'd be financially drained within six months. People, it does not have to be this way. Term life insurance plans are just plain cheap, and companies have made it even easier by not requiring exams in many cases. There really is no excuse to leave your family in this situation by not having life insurance. This is why I talk about Xander Insurance every day. They're committed to protecting families with the only products that I recommend, and their team keeps the entire process simple and affordable. Go to Xander.com for quick online pricing or call 800-356-4282. This has to be a priority. If your family is in this situation, you need to get this done.
Christina Ellis, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. This is The Ramsey Show in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Amar and Jennifer yeah. are with us. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, how Great. are you guys? Better so than excited. we deserve. Where, where do you guys live? We're from Orlando, Florida. Oh, very good. Well, good to have you. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Very cool. So, how much debt have you paid off? We paid off $103,000. All right. And how long did this take? 18 months. Wow. And your range of income during that time? It was 77000 to one twenty-five. Very cool. Very cool. So what kind of debt was the $103,000? Um, majorly was my student loans, mm-hmm. um, taxes, credit cards, and consumer debt. Oh, you kind of just had everything. <laughs> a little bit super of everything. Normal. Just kind of normal. Super, super normal. Super normal. <laughs> super normal. Yeah, very good. All right. How long you guys been married? Two years. We just uh, celebrated our two-year anniversary on the 20th of November. Yeah. Ah, very good. <laughs> yes. Very good. Well, it's an honor to have you all today. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're so happy so, to be here. right after you get married, you go, game on. We're cleaning this mess up. Tell me the story. Yes. Well, I mean, once we got married... Um, Long story short, yes, <laughs> we've been living uh, the normal life, stuff that you don't know. You know, we were ignorant about our finances. We didn't know uh, how to manage our money, you know, none of that stuff. So we were obviously living paycheck to paycheck. You know, we have plenty, plenty of stories. I have one of them, for example, uh, that I always mention to people that now I talk about finances is that I ate the most expensive cookie I've ever had <laughs> from a gas station. Why was that? Because I paid one fifty for the cookie, and then the overdraft kicked in, so it was like thirty-seven dollars. Because thirty-seven dollar cookie, you know, it was gourmet <laughs> gas station cookie. Not even; it was super dry. <laughs> now the free one that you have here, they're a lot better. Yeah. You know? for, for so many reasons. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was all the norm. You know, we didn't know, so you can you don't do what you don't know. You know, so yeah. So after we got married in twenty twenty of November. Um, we did the typical couple thing. We wanted to buy a house. Mm-hmm. So uh, we met up with his brother, who's a realtor and a lender. And um, we pretty much asked, they asked us the questions like, what's your debt? What's your income? What's your credit score? And every question that they asked us, we're just like, oh my God, we are so in over our heads. Yeah. There's no possible way we can afford a house right now. And that's what kind of kicked us into gear. Yeah, we were like, okay, this is not going to happen. It's like when you go to the doctor and you don't want to tell them what you do. You know, you ain't bad. <laughs> do you do this? Um, yes. You know, so you know, you know you're going to be sick, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, uh, we got, I mean, we got your book. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> uh, I read the book. I was telling uh, Jennifer, a.k.a. Boo Boo, that's the name I gave her, is Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told her, Boo Boo, this is what we got to do. You know, because if we do not make a change, it's not Can going to happen. Okay. You know, and it was the, it, it was like if I w- it was in a, in a boxing match with the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> read, read, read. You know, yeah. it was a jab to the face. Yeah. Read, read, read. Jab to the face. You know, Ramsey <laughs> with that with the boxing gloves. Um, Ouch, Dave. <laughs> and it was and it was definitely definitely a mindset uh, change. It has mm-hmm. to be. It has to start with you. And until that happens, uh, it's not. It's nothing's gonna change. You mm. know, it's, it's like what you guys say. If nothing changes, nothing changes, right? So we had to do something. You know, yes. so we got really, really got selling tents. 
after that we started knocking down uh small debts i, I feel like I, still, I feel like the first 80 to 100 pages of the book is all about mindset you know uh behavior mm -hmm. uh, and that's the main thing that we got on to you know um started paying off the debts We Small. did the debt snowball. Uh huh. It was awesome. All the way to the end. Yeah, things that I enjoyed the most about that journey was uh, not seeing uh, due dates. <laughs> oh, I don't have to pay on the fifth. Ah, <laughs> I like you that. Know? Oh, I don't have to pay on the seventeenth again. Thank God. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it gives you it gives you peace. You Relief. Know, it, yeah, the whole thing changes. The 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 other thing was that as as we paid the smaller one. Um, Then we have more money for the next one, you know, and it got to a point that we were paying six to seven thousand dollars a month, mm -hmm. you know, and and like everything, I think we were tried as soon as we started. Like we started like in February of of 2021, mm -hmm. and in May my son got into an accident in my car and totaled the car. Totaled the car. Um, cra scariest thing that I've ever experienced in my life. Um, but thankfully nothing happened to him. But then that set us back uh, a month. Yeah, because so then the money that we needed to use for the for the yeah. debt, then we had to we had to do it to, to get a new car. Not a new car. <laughs> no, I mean, well, a, new, a new two Oscar, right? Now, the thing is this, you have uh, a lot of people around you telling you, no, but you, you're in a good position to finance a car. You just get a car. Yeah, so you many know. people were telling us, just buy a car, just buy a brand new car, put a small down payment, 22. it's okay. And we're Correct. like, no, we just started this journey. No, thank you. We cannot yeah. fall back. Yeah. The book will hit you in the face. Don't do exactly. that. <laughs> you got to be aware of this book. You know, so um, definitely, I mean, obviously we didn't get into that. And uh, it took us a couple of weeks and uh, uh, we found uh, a reliable car you know for six actually six uh, $6,500 which is the amount of money that we normally were paying uh, to we're the dead um, funny story is that the guy that sold it to us had just put it online five minutes before we saw it <laughs> yeah. and we were the first one was that saw it next day we were buying it because we had the cash so uh, you know the, the trials or you know that the tests are gonna come whenever you are focus on something you know mm -hmm. just just make sure that you mm -hmm. do not you know detour or yeah exactly from, from what you really want to do so how's it feel to be free oh, it's amazing <laughs> you, it's a breath yes. of fresh air you, was, it, was you, it worth it oh man oh 100 you, know, you sleep better you dance better <laughs> <laughs> you, you talk better you walk better everything is a lot a lot better yes So for the people out there who are normal, who are, you know, <laughs> spending on credit, who are where you guys were before, how do they go from that to where you are now? Because you guys are obviously on fire. Like you dove all in. What would you tell that person? Yeah, it's just discipline. You got to have the discipline to not buy those cute pair of shoes <laughs> and you can save that outfit for another time. You know, for me, especially I love shoes and clothes. So yes. that was for me, it was a discipline just trying not to focus on those things that will get me in trouble she didn't buy, <laughs> she didn't buy anything for a long time for like a whole year i didn't buy uh, anything <laughs> i was so proud of her uh, yeah for me i think the most important thing is that the mindset change you know the the behavior like you said right 80 behavior is 20 math and it really is stuff that you don't understand until you go through it mm -hmm. um and that's 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 one of the main things one thing i want to say though also is i think for you to be successful in anything Having the, the, the right support system or having the right people uh, next to you helps a lot. I'll, I'll give you a quick example of what, that, what I mean by that. I have my, my friends and family. They're friends that became family, you know, <laughs> Johnny, Carla, David, and, 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 and Nino. Nino. David, right? <laughs> when He's we, a big fan of yours he, as oh well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was talking to us about Ramsey for about four years. 
And I didn't even remember we, the name. We didn't you even know? listen like, to okay. him. We were not ready to receive what he had to give, you know. And once he knew that we were trying to buy a house and all of this stuff, but he knew where we were because we yeah. were friends. Yeah. Um, then he, one day he knocked on my door, uh, <laughs> my house. And, and he hit you with a book. <laughs> I know. Almost, yes. almost, almost. <laughs> this is going back. No, he knocked on the <laughs> this door. This book is violent. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked on the door. All he did, he didn't even say hi or anything. He walked in. Put that book on the table, pat me in the back, and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I love it, bro. What's going on? And and that's and that's actually how I started. So we are super super grateful for you guys, uh, because without friends like that, you know, cheering yeah. us on and and, yeah. and giving Keeping us that support. Us accountable. <laughs> yes, uh, it's really really hard to yeah. do. You know, not only then our family too. They're super happy yeah. because they've seen where we were. You know, and now they see where we are. Yeah. So, um, guys, we've got the Live and Give bundle yes. for you. Yes. The Total Money Makeover book, the Baby Steps Millionaire book, and a membership to Financial Peace University. Awesome. You ready to do a debt-free scream? Let's yes. do it. Love it. All right. Amar and Jennifer from Orlando. 103000 paid off in 18 months, making 77 to 125 Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free. Nice dance move. <laughs> For those of you looking deeply into your radio, you missed that. But go back and watch it on YouTube. It's worth the trouble. Well done, you guys. That's a home run. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want, every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar. Christina Ellis, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Laura is with us in Austin, Texas. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call today. Sure. How can we help? Uh, well, I have two adult daughters. Um, well, my husband and I do. 34 and 35. And the 35-year-old is married and lives in Colorado. And a year ago, uh, October... We were going to go take a trip up to see her, but due to the pandemic and our very different views on masking and social distancing and all of that, it ended up, we had a heated conversation and she has cut us out of her life completely. So we got a letter from her the following day, an email saying, we're all done. She wouldn't have anything to do with us. She changed her number, changed her email. And all cards and correspondence have been returned unopened. So I waited a whole year and 
you know, I have a will. We have a will. We both have wills. Um, basically, it's a 50-50 for our girls. Um, but given where we're at now, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable if I were to die tomorrow to leave that daughter money if she won't even contact me or take my calls. And I don't know how to handle that, whether I should, it's appropriate for me to change my will or should I look at it like I'm, well, I'm not going to be here. I won't know anything about that. Just leave it and move on. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's, well, I waited a year because it's like a death. No, it's, it's, in, and in, it, it is, it's, it's worse than a death because yes. they're still there. Yes. In a and that, I mean, our other daughter just got grief. married two weeks ago and she, you know, struggled because the, the, her sister had cut her out as well a few months before us. So, so wait a minute, your, your um, other daughter just got married and her sister didn't come to the wedding? No. I'm so sorry. No. And she wasn't, she didn't invite her because um, oh, okay. she knew that the invitation would have come back. I see. Unopened. Okay. Okay. So nothing, we have not been able, unless we drove a thousand miles to Colorado yeah. from Texas, we would never, she just returns everything, says refused, yeah. return to sender. So we all, can't all get over, anything to all her. All over a mask and social distancing. Both of which yeah, have turned out, both of which have turned out to not be true after the smoke cleared. This is so sad. It is, and you know we couldn't hug her, and I. That was our thing. We said, well, if we can't hug our daughter when we come there, we don't see the value in us coming. We want to, we want to see you and hug you, and you know it's been two years. Let's let's get together, and it just wasn't going to be. Yeah, fear is a, fear is a sad, sad thing. It, uh, yes. the, the terror that took over people's mental uh, ability to do uh, the number of these stories out there is just staggering. It's it's the um, it's one of the huge costs of um, the mythology that was out there in the name of science um, and the cost of uh, people believing one thing and not believing another. It's just so sad. It's just so sad. It is. Um, it is, and it shouldn't. Uh, your heart. I mean, as a mom, as a mom, your heart must be just completely broken. So it is. Uh, what I, what you have to do, for you, not because it's an ethical thing or a moral thing, it's a part of your grieving process. Is you have to change your will. Okay, I'm comfortable with. No, that. no, it's not. It's I not. It's not. It, it's not about me. It, it's that's you admitting what has happened right in the in the jewish culture you'll hear them say you are dead to me you are dead to me yes and it goes back to the story um that was that happened in jewish culture that christians call the story of the prodigal son and you are dead to me and so dead means that the person is still alive but there's no longer any financial or relational interaction anymore and in the jewish culture if you don't have a financial interaction and you don't have a relational interaction it is worse than a death and so that's it comes from the you know the the mindset of the prodigal son and that's what the prodigal son did he came in and took the inheritance before his father died and went and squandered it right you know the story i do and so but that that there's a reason for all of that in that culture and um that is it's a mental health reason 
and it's it's for you to process the loss of your daughter. Yes. I'm so sorry. It, yeah, though just the changing of the the changing of the will is just a part of you grieving and recovering from this. If it changes, you can always come back. If the situation changes, you can always come back and change it later. And you're not doing this to punish her because she's not even going to know it. You know? And, I know. Um, I think that, that that's the thing you think about is, well, when I'm gone and she would find out that she, she got that's nothing. Her, that, that, that's the cost of doing business the way she's done business. Okay. And it's, uh, right. But that's not, that's not relevant. That, this is not about punishment, and it's not about revenge, and it's not about vengeance. It's not about hitting back for the hurt. This is about closing the loop, closing the, the, closing the storyline. And uh, if we can open the storyline later, that is fine. Um, but but it, it would not be, it's not good mental health for you to leave the will dangling as a false hope in your mind. And that's what's that's what it's doing. I just, I, I, to throw this in there, I would just offer a bit of a challenge. Even if the will is changed, um, I think it'd be easy at that point to just go, this story is done and she's cut out of my life and I want nothing to do with her. And then sit with anger and unforgiveness. I think that especially if the will is changed, in order to get to the story of the prodigal son and be like that father, you have to have a heart of forgiveness so that mm-hmm. if the daughter ever comes back, you receive her with open arms. So I would just encourage you to also still work through those emotions and the hurt and the anger that comes from whatever argument there was and work on forgiving that daughter so that if the story continues at some point, you're ready for it and, and you can have a relationship again. Yeah. And again, okay. that, that's what I'm saying. Your motivation is not about hitting back. Your motivation is not anger-based. It's just sadness. And it's going, this is the recognition that she's not in our life. And so it is, it's illogical and it's bad psychology and bad spiritual to leave her in there at this point. Um, but it's not, it hasn't really got anything to do with her. It's got to do with you. And that's kind of what, forgive, yeah. that's what forgiveness is as well, what Christine's talking about. I mean, that's got to do with you, not her. Because she's not receiving anything, you know, because you're not talking to her. There's no way to get to her. And you can't, and no, I'm not going to show up on her front porch and confront her cutting. I mean, she made this decision. She's a grown up. You cannot control other people's decisions. And you didn't cause it. Um, You just disagreed. I mean, people disagree about politics and don't speak for the rest of their lives. They disagree about a piece of furniture and don't speak for the rest of their lives. And this is, um, it's just so low shelf. It's so it's it's not a very high shelf way of living. But it would be sad for the relationship to end permanently over COVID and mask restrictions. But this is not up to her. Right. It's up to her daughter. Right. She didn't end it. Her daughter did. That's true. But just having the heart of forgiveness. So oh, that it, if, they, just if sitting, that, I'm just saying they're open. That's fine. Yeah. If it comes back, open. Be open handed. Yeah. If they come back, but you you know you cannot make people like you. You cannot make people behave. You cannot make people be nice. Um, you can't make people grow a brain that don't have one. Um, you can't. You just can't. You just have to accept them where they are and just go, that's forgiveness. I'm just going to let you be what you is. And then if you ever want to be something different, we'll talk about that too. That's okay. But yeah, it, this is it, it, this is a dangling thing in your psychology. It's hanging back there. You think about it when you wake up in the morning and changing the will puts more closure on this and allows you to move on past this this loss that's very real and uh hang on we're gonna send you a copy of dr deloney's book own your past change your future um i cannot think of a 
hardly anything that would be more hurtful and harmful to have to go through than that. Um, and it, it is in many ways worse than a death. Sorry, I'm so sorry you're facing this. This is The Ramsey Show. with your money? Want to know where to start? Take our three-minute money quiz to get a plan you can follow. Go to RamseySolutions.com and search for Get Started to get a plan for your money. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.